0: Welcome to the VIP Ignite Podcast, your source for tomorrow's talent today. Hear real-life stories of models, actors, and musicians breaking down barriers, launching careers, and sharing their stories of overcoming obstacles and finding real success. They will activate the winner in you by revealing the path with their best tips and advice. Hey, everybody. I'm Alicia Kavak, and I'm here with Joel Yi. This is Coffee in the Green Room. Hi, Joel. How are you?
1: Hey, Alicia. Thanks for having me here. Super excited for today.
0: I'm super excited. Now, you're currently in Vancouver, correct? Right. Okay, yes. good. And so you work from home primarily, and you do so much. I'm going to just read your bio here because I met you two weeks ago in Miami, and I can't even yeah. believe it's been two weeks already. But right. you told me that you live in Vancouver, but and I see behind you pretty much everything in your office is gone because you travel so much for work. Yes. You are the best at sales. And I know this because we work in a lot with the same people Krista Mayshore, Les Brown, yes. Tony yes. Robbins, Russell Brunson, the right. IP Ignite. Okay, so I'm going to read this because you guys listening to this podcast right now will know why he travels so much. So Joel has been a leading sales team in the coaching and consulting industry for the past five plus years. He started as a sales closer for Dan Locke in 2018, a multiple eight figure coach. Joel eventually rose through the ranks and became the head of sales during his tenure. With Dan, Joel led a team of 100-plus closers and generated over $45 million in sales. I can't say that without a smile because that's huge. (laughs) From mastermind programs, coaching programs, and much more. After leaving Dan's company in early 2022, Joel had worked with several industry leaders such as Ryan Panita, Rudy Mar, Peng Jun, who I love, and Brandon Carter, where he worked closely with them to scale their uh, sales team to the next level. He developed the automated sales farming system in early 2023 after successfully testing it for years uh, with his clients and previous companies. So obviously it works. Um, right. He is now focused on all things sales and resurrecting dead leads, which is. So fun. Uh, Joel's management expertise developed from over eight years in the U.S. Army Reserve, where he served as a commissioned officer and gained leadership skills to succeed in a cutthroat world of high performance sales. With Joel's coaching, many online coaches and consultants have delivered millions for their clients and completely transformed businesses around the globe. Oh, my. I I don't even know where to start with you other than here's going to be I'm putting you in the hot seat for someone who's already earning eight figures, eight figures why do they need a coach?
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's great. It's a great question. I'm glad you asked that because, you know, sometimes when I, especially when I was growing up, I would look at these top CEOs, top athletes, you know, top celebrities. And I'd be like, you know, they're so special. They're so great. Like, for example, we can look at tennis, right? You got Roger Federer, you got Doshkovic, you got Nadal. Why do they still have a coach? Why not just get on the court Play their own game and just do their own thing because they're so talented right um and then what i realized is that there are always problems and obstacles that you might not have solved but someone else has already solved and so rather than trying to solve it on your own and waste a bunch of time and and sweat and blood and tears and years and even money right why not invest in having a coach and get there quicker so for many of my eight-figure clients they come to us, they come to me because we are experts in sales. So if they want help with their sales team, their sales department, it's a lot more quicker and even more affordable than spending time trying to figure on your own to pay an expert to help them fix their sales problems.
0: I can only imagine. I mean, as you know, like VIP Ignite, you were just at our event just two weeks ago. We had Keith Shockley there from Public Enemy and Alex J, who works with Pitbull and Despozito and Taylor Swift. And you got to hang out with them. But as far as like a sales organization for us, it's really hard sometimes to explain to people that are brand new or Mm -hmm. who've been struggling for a while. You need to kind of check for speed. You need to get in front of the right people because not ever achieving greatness is the greatest loss. All the money and time and anguish and tears, like you said. Sometimes you kind of just need to step apart and be like, okay, I see the bigger picture. I'm not in it like you. I mean, this is insane. I mean, the fact that you're able to diagnose a problem and kind of like write a prescription to fix it is unbelievable. Now- can we talk a little bit about poverty mindset versus positive mindset? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of times people show up and as we like to say, they're dead on arrival. They don't believe right. in themselves. Right. Sometimes they hit a right. mental roadblock. Maybe it's friends, it's family. Yeah. Maybe they've tried and failed yeah. numerous times. How yeah. do you get around that? Like, how do you yeah. penetrate that brain to go, hey, yeah. this is something you really need and we're gonna, we're gonna work on this together? How do yeah. we even start that?
1: Yeah. And I'll be the first to come out and say, you know what? I grew up with extreme poverty mindset. Um, Just to share a bit, quick bit of my background story. Yeah. I was actually born and raised in Malaysia. It's a dev- developing country. I spent 16 years there. So I actually spent more time in Malaysia than I spent in the in the U.S. Um, So growing up, I was always told things like, you know, don't buy that from the menu. We can't afford that, you know, that that food. We can't uh, don't go into that shop. We don't people like us don't shop there. Right, like I like had don't that shop there. Yeah, like like we, we you yeah. know we're not meant to go to Gucci or LV or Coach, right? We don't, yeah, we don't like literally. And like, I know never-
0: you, and I know you love those brands now. So <laughs> right, right. Yeah.
1: So it's it's it, it, I went through a big you know mindset makeover, right? Which shows you if you're listening to this that if I could go through that, you could definitely go through that as well. Now, the the reason how I've managed to change or why I've been able let's talk about why it's important first. So yeah, um. With me coaching my students and my clients, one thing I find which is so so apparent now, like we've we've sort of understood why people don't achieve the success that they want to achieve, because everybody comes out and says, "Oh, I want to make ten k a month. Oh, I want to make a million dollars a year." Right? Everybody comes to us and says that. Now, when we look at the the, we look at the people that actually do that, right? The one percent, the versus the ninety nine percent. A fun fact, by the way, the global percentage of people that make over a hundred thousand U S dollars in the world. Guess what, Alicia, what the number, guess what the number is? One, one percent. Yeah. So if you speak to a room of hundred people globally, one person will be making over hundred K right, which is a small number, right? Yeah. But yet you see everybody saying they want to make that money, hundred K a million things like that. So the biggest difference is what we call the B be, being identity, the identity, right? When I was um, with Dan, he used to say uh, a quote that at first didn't make a lot of sense to me, now it does. He used to say this. He said, "If you want to be a millionaire, you have to first start living and acting like a millionaire." Right? Mm-hmm. If you want to become the person you want to be, you first have to start acting as if you already are. Now, back that's then that's when that. I was a lot, yeah, when I was a lot younger, I didn't get that. I was like, "I don't I don't h- how do I how am I supposed to act like a millionaire when I don't even know what a millionaire feels like?" But Great. But now I get it because it's not about the money it's not about the the status the success it's about just simply what I did was I went to real life millionaires my mentors my friends yeah. and literally just observed the way they acted so I started I started noticing some things number 1 they were never afraid to invest in themselves when they saw something that they couldn't do they would acquire the course or the coaching for that
0: And they would hire the best, not just just to get it done. They would hire the the best best to emulate. Yeah. Those results. Yeah.
1: Like when they were at a restaurant, you know how, like when I grew up, everyone was like just trying to pay for their own bill. People were not, you know, people were like, oh, could you pay for me? Like I was very used to sort of like the scarcity mindset, but then, you know, these friends would just pay for the whole table. Right. So just being able to observe and watch all the abundance helped me realize that, okay, you know what? this is a poverty mindset, and this is a success mindset. The reason why they are so successful is because they have this mindset. It's like um, Jason Fladlin, right? He's like the half a billion dollar webinar guy. He said this the best. He said that, like, there's, there's this, that's this saying he uses on his webinars for his objections, right? He says something about like, you know how people say that, you know what, I will do it when I have time, right? When I have time, then I'll start volunteering. When I have time, I'll start doing it. When I have money, then I'll start investing. Let me have money first. And he says this the best. He says, that makes no sense at all because that is an issue of the heart, right? For example, if you are a generous charitable person, meaning you give to charity no matter what, right? It doesn't matter how much money or time you have. You're going to give no matter what because that's your heart. So it doesn't make sense to say, well, well, when I have time, then I will do this. When I have money, then I'll do it. You just do it because that's, that's who you are. So that's all tied down to identity. Um, and so, yeah, I would say for me, the biggest thing was just being able to shift my identity from a broke Asian person from a thir- from a developing country to- Who
0: is surrounded by people who constantly Correct. told you that that's who you were. Their yeah. past is now dictating your future. Yeah. And you would have let down that trajectory path had you not met real people and boom, went, pivoted. You know yes. what I
1: mean? yes. And yeah. I, I actually had one thing because people may be thinking, well, Joe, how did you even get with those you know, millionaire friends? How do you even like, how do you just go? It's, it's hard to start. just go like this to this, right? What what happened? Yeah. Well, for me, in the beginning, I had no money, right? Like I said, I had no money. It's not like I, I, didn't, I, I couldn't. Now it's different. Last year, we invested over $250,000 in mentorship, masterminds, coaching. But when That's I first started, I didn't have the money. So what did I do? And this is what everyone listening on a podcast could do right now. I literally volunteered at Dan's company for six months before he even gave me a job. So like I worked for free. So I added value. You add value, You add value. I'm not saying you have to work for free. You got to pay the bills to get it, but you could always intern volunteer. I did the community moderation team for six months. I did the little hosting thing for Dan for six months.
0: You got it done. You weren't too good for that. You wanted to get in the room. And like you said, you brought value instead of I get a lot of those people that hold their hand out. Like, what are you going to do for me? I'm like, excuse me? What are you bringing to the table? Right. You know?
1: Absolutely. And because of the connection with Dan, I met Brandon Carter. Until today, Brandon has still been my client, right? Brandon Carter's King King Keto, the online fitness trainer, man. And like because of all that, like the connections have have managed to flow. So that's what I would say from anyone that is currently, you know, if you're self-aware, to realize you have a scare, you have a scarcity or a poverty mindset. That's good. That's the first step, right? The first step to any is self-awareness,
0: recognition,
1: recognition. Now, now you know exactly what to do. Find someone in your local area. Maybe you like VIP Ignite, reach out to Alicia, Michael. I'm sure they've got a lot of things you could work on that they need help with. Right. The first thing is just to offer, to be a service, to be a value. Yeah.
0: I think that's so important because, as they always say, your network is your network. Think of the right. some of the top five people that you hang out with. And mm-hmm. if you're in a poverty mindset, and again, I talk to a lot of aspiring models, actors, and musicians. I'm like, even a musician. You met over the weekend people that work with Taylor Swift and won Grammys and Keith Shockley from Public Enemy, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I always tell people, how long are you going to continue? When the pain is great enough, you're going to do something about it. But most people, oh, right. when it happens, it happens. What right. does that even mean? You have to take massive action, which means taking risks to yeah. get in front of the right people yeah. to change your destiny. It doesn't just happen. Absolutely. Unless you, you know, and, and think about it. If you if you were that poor, you know, as you called it, Asian kid, you know, whose family told you you can't order those certain things. I grew up right. with a family every time we went out to eat, even though we had money, it was always, why are you ordering the most expensive thing? You don't need a soda. We drink right. water. Sodas right. are wasted money. So I was always brought up like that. And I've always noticed, even when I take people out to dinner, you'll see people when they know you're paying for the check appetizer, salad, the yeah. filet, add <laughs> the lobster, right. you know, extra right. drinks. And I'm like, right. and it, it's so, sometimes I think the audacity, but sometimes I also think they just don't know, you know, right. they're looking for right. a free meal. Right. And so you you became friends with a lot of amazing people. People, including Michael Thomkin, um, yeah, you had talked sure. about spending a quarter of a million dollars a year. Some people think that's unfathomable. You know, they'll spend money on an iPhone, they'll spend right. money on Netflix, they'll spend money on Starbucks, they'll spend money on Gucci, they'll You're spend right. money on anything right. for immediate yeah. results. But right. investing in themselves and having a coach, the problem is they don't see it instantly. They actually have to implement.
1: For sure. And
0: so, and and like you say, you can you have the keys to success, but. You can only train somebody to do so, but they have to literally go down their own path. They're going to have to roll up their sleeves and work for it. You can't do it for them. And I think that is so important for everybody listening to this podcast to understand, you know, like you said, you know, these professional organizations, there is no, oh, they're going to help you get rich or help you become successful. It's a business. I mean, think about from where you started to where you are now, the wealth. Have you ever had somebody ask you, can I pick your brain? And it happens to me quite often. Can I pick your brain? Absolutely. Well, 20 years. I mean, I can think about, we probably spent a million dollars just in professional organizations. Just over the last five years, you want to pick my brain? At what cost? People don't see when it's not tangible. They can't touch it, smell it, taste it. Your mind, what is it worth? So, when you're doing, do you primarily, how do you how do you generate revenue for yourself? Are you just going out there and getting referrals now? I mean, yeah. you're going to be no. working from the road. So you yeah. a, don't even have few, an office anymore.
1: Yeah, we've got a few ways. I mean, the first way is obviously paid ads, right? So we got paid yeah. ads, to our, our, free, our freebies, our free gifts, our lead magnet. Then obviously we ascend them to our coaching or our course packages. Um, I do a lot of speaking events these days. I'm on the road now speaking and traveling. You kind of you alluded yeah. to it.
0: Uh, yeah. So I get
1: a lot of referrals and word of mouth too. I'm also in different masterminds. And that's the other thing, right? The other beauty of investing in yourself is when you meet other people, I've done so many deals and business partnerships. Literally, we just launched, I'll give you one perfect example. I met this lady, her name is Ellen Lin. She is a Taiwanese coach. She did over, she's got a two comma club X. And the cool thing about her is she was a one man, one lady show And she got a two CCX selling over $10 million of an Amazon FBA coaching program to a to the Chinese market. So super niche to the Chinese market. I met her at Russell's inner circle. Yeah. I met this other guy named Al. And this is cool because we actually, my team actually DM would him, called DM him. So we had one of our teams do a cold DM. And when I met Al, I was like, Oh my gosh, we should launch a sales training offer to the Chinese market. So we just, Worked on me and all and Alan combined in the past 30 days. We did everything from creating the logo, the company, the website, the funnel, to launching a webinar. And we've done so far over eight sales, right? From completely scratch. And we're doing another webinar uh, tonight. Wait, is it tonight? or Next week, next Wednesday. So just to show you, these are all people that you meet in masterminds. You meet at events. So you
0: invest in a mastermind because now you're around like-minded individuals. Correct. And because, and this is going to sound really crazy. It's kind of like the golf membership, you know, like back in the day, I I remember my dad used to spend a lot of money to play golf and he said, honey, I don't go to play golf. I go to network with people that can also afford this because this is where we do our business because it's a lot of talking. So if you invest money to get in front of the right people that are successful, success breeds success. You're, you're able to help each other. And 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 again, your services, yeah." It's not for the week. I'm going to tell you right now, like working with you, I know it's a lot of work. I know you work with Krista Mayshore, who's a beast. She's like a freight train bringing in $10 million a year. And people would think, oh, well, she already knows what she's doing. Why does she need you? Kind of like an actor, the training never stops.
1: Correct. Ever. Never. It never stops. Yeah.
0: So when you're speaking from stage, and there's so many people that speak from stage, especially like Funnel Hacking Live and working with Russell and working with Tony so many people that have you know these amazing amazing presence how do you think you you garner respect or trustworthiness yes. when yeah. you're first coming out of the gate I mean especially when people are like oh here's another one of those sales sticks yeah, topics. yeah. How, what makes you different that yeah. you're able to work with these eight-figure people yeah. and I mean it's coveted to even get you on you know to lock yeah. you down to even do this podcast right. today
1: correct I mean, I think for me, and this is, I think, one great thing about growing up where I grew up, right, uh, as a Malaysian kid, I was always taught... Now, this is the pro and con, because, you know, when you're taught to be humble, and you know, when people compliment you, I was taught to basically say, oh, no, 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 it's not me. You know, be very shy and meek and everything. Now, always
0: apologize. Yeah, apology. Oh, right. Oh, it's
1: not me, right? No, and that's not good, because obviously, for your self-esteem, you should be saying, yeah, I appreciate your kind words. Well, that means a lot to me, right? That you should be confident. But on the pro side, I've always learned to be humble. So when I get on stage, right, of course, yes, I talk about who I worked with, how much money I've made. But then what I say to people, the audience, right? is literally, I say, look, I'm just going to be your friend for the next 30 minutes. I'm just going to take off this, the speaker hat, this expert hat, this thing that makes me look super cool. I'm going to put it on the side and let's just talk like friends. So I think when I start with that approach, and and I get when when I finish my presentation, you know they could be the biggest names like Les Brown and the is, right? That I was speaking. Yeah. People would actually come to me and say, "Oh my god, Joe! Like, I don't know what it is, but I resonated with your presentation the most. Even though there were these big names, I, I just loved yours. Yours was the best. And I think I think the reason why is because I am just very tr- people can feel that I'm transparent and vulnerable. I share exactly what I went through growing up. I don't hold anything back, but then I also add, do my best to add a ton of value, right? And that's, I, think, I think that's the recipe for like anything, not just presentations, but also like when you're selling, right? When you're yeah. selling on the phone, when you're selling in person, just be vulnerable, just be transparent and add a lot of value and add a lot of value, right? So that's all I could say. Yeah.
0: I know that when I do presentations, I always say, don't educate too much. Don't give too mm-hmm. much training. Mm -hmm. But I almost feel like in order, like for us, there's so many people that try to get into show business and a lot of times they're learning from lost leaders, people that have tried and failed or people that are just like them. They all think kind of like, oh, I'm going to make $10,000 a month be an actor. Oh, have you done it before? so sometimes it's the false beliefs the misconceptions and that's honestly what i do i'm like hey you know i'm not some magical unicorn you know that we've won like six tony awards you know with our our productions we didn't win them because we were lucky and i hear that quite a bit oh you're so lucky like my profile picture is me and al Pacino. oh you're so lucky lucky do you have any idea the circles and the amount of money and time i had to invest because when you walk into a room your body language, and you know this. Your body language says a million words about you before you yes. even say one spoken word. Yes. And when you yes. walked into the event that we had in Miami a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, "Who is that guy? I need to be friends <laughs> with him." Because right away, I mean, your yes. shoes were awesome. I think yeah, you were Burberry that. or Gucci, yes. and I was like, yes. "Okay, he's cool." Not just like, "Oh, he's making money." Because I, I don't, I don't want anybody to think that's what it's about. But right. sometimes it's just right. a conversation starter. Right. You know, like, and people that are on that level respect that, like, oh my gosh, those are some cool shoes. Those are Burberry. And then a lot of times you have a story to go with it or, yes, and I think that's so amazing that, you know, when you walk into a room and especially you, I mean, people don't know who you are. I mean, especially for us, like, I think people think, oh, show business, is he famous? Right. Because you kind of, you exude that positivity, like a famous person It's built on confidence. Correct. mean, And it's. And I, I don't want anybody here listening to this thing. Confidence means you're cocky or arrogant, right. but mindset training. You're like a Jedi, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's <laughs> as you're about to spit out your water, but I think it's so important. I mean, for you to kind of get inside the brains of these amazing people like Les Brown, who's a, a close friend of ours.
1: Yeah. Nice.
0: I mean, we're talking like legacy. I mean, like legend, yeah. you know? And sometimes, like you said, kind of like a Monet, you just need to step back and be like, hey, this is what you can do better. Now, do you ever find like when you're giving somebody critique, do they ever get offended or do you ever kind of like tough love them and be like, hey, the reason why you're not doing this, maybe you're a little bit lazy. Do you ever have to, I call it the So, have you ever had to?
1: I've done in terms of coaching. So I've done the most people, the most, the group of people that I've coached the most is sales professionals. I think today I've coached over at least 5,000 different people, right? Whether it's one on one or intimate small group settings. Um, of course, there are people that have that, that stubbornness and that hard headedness. Now there's obviously varying, varying degrees of that. The people that have the most ego, right? They never make it. They fail within a few weeks. Now, and and like now with my experience, I can already smell that from the get go. From the first meeting, I can already smell the ego and I would just basically pull them aside one on one, be like, Hey, I don't think sales is for you because, you know, whenever, you know, the feedback has been given, you, you just push back a lot. Right. It's just wasting everyone's time. I don't want to waste your time. Perhaps a different career path is better for you. So nowadays we just have a very straight up conversation. Like you're just not a good fit for this business. And I don't want you to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. Right. Um, but yeah, you're, you're, you're fired basically. Right. <laughs> we we can we can start working together now, essentially, or I don't want to, you know, uh, but all the students or the people that I've coached, we vet for that first. So, like we vet for it to make sure that they're not hard their, their ego is not to a crazy level where they're just they just think that they're some kind of newborn sales Natural
0: god unicorn right? yeah like water. some kind of unicorn
1: yeah. sales god that just appear on the spot but now with other people I, I've learned this a hard way too because I used to be I'm a very direct person and I'm what I would call quite thick skin right and I work very well with people that are very thick skin but I also know that not everybody's thick skin. And that's okay. It's no right. Or, it's no good or bad or right or wrong. So just with people that are not so thick-skinned, I just have to be careful with the way I give feedback, um, because they're good at what they do. It's just the way they receive feedback has to be done, you know, a bit a bit different, right? Some people are okay in in a group of ten other self professionals getting direct feedback. Hey, you know what? You could have done this part better. You could have Let's said this, criticism,
0: not meaning to be mean. You're telling them to make right. them better. Correct. Which is what they hired you for. Which
1: is what they hired you for. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But see, here's the thing, Alicia. Sometimes, well, not sometimes, most of the times, the, their CEOs, their bosses, they hire right. us and we come in to train them. So like we're hired you through the company. Yeah. yeah right. We're hired through the company. So these salespeople are like, who are you? Why do I need to be on this training? Right. So we get, we get a bit of that. But the moment they see the value, excuse me, the value we bring and they start getting more results, which means they make more money, they become so open. After a few weeks, because obviously, right, if someone's helping you make more money, you're going to be more coachable over time. Of course. Right.
0: And you're yeah. going to realize how much you need that. So, kind exactly. of like a Tiger Woods exactly. or Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, they have coaches for everything their yes. ankle, their elbow, their everything. Right. And so, I think that when people are on the outside looking in, oh, well, you know, they just must work out. They must. Learn from top people, even somebody like a Tom Brady to throw perfectly. That's an elbow move. You know, there's Mm -hmm. one coach just for that elbow, you know, and I think for you, especially, I mean, salespeople, you know, we love to argue. It's like our thing. We love to banter because you always have to sell that you're right and that somebody needs to work with you. Now, you talked about red flags a little bit. Yep. when someone says I don't need training or I don't need your help do you ever just say okay well then why did you hire me or you know let's see how you do this is do you ever pull out that card going these are the people I work with like so
1: whatever. so you know we uh, obviously um we don't close so we don't we don't even turn them to a client right I think we get I think we vet them during the actual discovery call the actual okay. sales the actual initial sales call so if somebody's like basically here's a question I ask people right and this is a good sales question that anyone can ask they say hey so let's say we identify the goal. My goal is I want to increase my sales conversions by 40% in the next six months. Hey, this is probably
0: percent. That's great. Yeah. That's yeah. a great goal.
1: Let me ask you this. What makes you think you can get there on your own? Right. No. So why do you think? So that's a very powerful question because the word yeah. the phrase, on your own, if they come back and say, well, Joe, you know, I'm just shopping around. I could probably go figure it myself. I could probably, you know, review my calls. And I'll be like, okay, great. And I guess you don't need me. Why did you book this call in the first place? Why are you even here? Right. But most people, if they're coachable, they'll say, you know what? I've tried for the past two years, tried everything. I can't it's figure out voice. on my own.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I- so that's the question I use to vet people out to see whether they're actually open to mentorship and coaching.
0: It's amazing. And again, it's even like us. Oh, do you need VIP Ignite to put you face to face? What have you tried before? What, you know, as far as your journey, what seems to be your biggest obstacles? Why do you need our right. help? Right. And I think if anything, they're selling you as to why they need you. Right. And so it makes it a lot easier, especially, you know, when someone goes through a webinar or a Zoom call, especially for yeah. multiple hours or they read testimonials or right. as we call them experiences. Um, all right. So I, I see behind you. And last time we spoke, you had. I mean, you had your two comic club yeah. awards out, you had yeah, all the books everything. out, yeah. and yeah. now I see just like white walls. Yeah. So tell me about your nomadic journey, because you're yes. getting rid right. of your place that you currently live, right. and you're going to go on the road, and it sounds right. very rock star, but in my opinion, you are a rock star. I appreciate So you. tell me tell me about like your journey, about why you decided uh, to sell yeah. your home, and, and what's yeah. going to happen next, and For then sure. where do you go next?
1: For sure. Um so the reason why uh, you know we embarked on this journey so we, my wife and I, my wife Jaden and I, um, and she she was she's amazing, you know, she actually worked with me when I was with Dan. She actually okay. ran Dan's events, so she's got good experience event planning. She
0: knows. yeah. Yeah,
1: we did a big, you know, nine hundred people event in Vancouver, you know, she did that. Um, and so she's also been in this info info digital marketing space. But the reason why we decided to do this was for a few reasons. Number one, um. As I embarked on my own personal development journey, I developed what I think is quite a high level of self-awareness. I think at this point in my life, I have quite a high level of self-awareness of who I am. And I noticed something really interesting a few months ago. All the times where I made the met the best people, where I made the best connections, where I made the most money, where I made the most impact, was when I did things that were completely new and scary to me. So I noticed, I was like, oh, you know what? I could name three exact moments in the past five years that when I did those things, for example, number one, taking um, a credit card that looks something like this that I didn't have money for, right? And paying and investing in Dan's course, extremely scary. But I made my first six figures doing online sales. Incredible, right? And I I noticed like, okay, but in the past like five years, I've also been in periods where I was really complacent and really stagnant. For example, when I was at Dan's company, when I became sales director, one of the reasons why I left was because when I was director for about two and a half years, three years, I just got really cushy. I knew the whole team. I had you my manager
0: showing up in sweats as I made Yeah, like, I
1: made just, I made good everything money. Was good. Yeah, I made money. I was like top of the company. I couldn't even promote anymore. Like there was no other position. Like I was done. So I was like, when like,
0: you I, lose I, incentive? I, yeah, yeah,
1: I'm stuck. I'm not growing. Let me quit. Let me run my own business, right? So I noticed this theme. And again, so I'm looking at myself. Okay, I've been in Canada for three and a half years. It's beautiful. It's great. You know, we'll probably we'll probably come back here to settle in the future. I know, I see
0: like the foliage behind you and I'm like, oh, this... oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, Beautiful.
1: beautiful. Um, yeah. But then I noticed, oh my gosh, I've just been stagnant again. What? Well, Joel, what do you learn about growing and making more success and impact and money? You That'll get do scary stuff. Scary. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why we're selling everything. We've never done this before never lived in hotels airbnbs never just like not know where to sleep the next week like i've never done like it.
0: your wife understands this because she's also in the industry i can't imagine somebody that has that nine to yeah. five red Flintstone mentality clock right. in clock out stability right. Right. which people right. love yeah. i'm like screw that right. jump off a bridge build a plane on the way down and um, that's why <laughs> like yeah
1: yeah so, and so you know again yeah. i love my wife I appreciate her for that but that's the reason why and then our first stop is um orlando uh, for Funnel hacking live, yeah, which which the plan is I'm gonna meet a bunch of my friends there. I think we have a bunch of the same mutual friends, like like right. you said, the Krista Mayshore, all the So I'm gonna go ask them. Hey, do you need a speaker? Do you need a pitchman in the next couple of events? Then I'm just and gonna it's so nail down a. So much easier live
0: versus... and in person than Zoom. Zoom That's... was cute during yeah. you know the two years, but now we need to be right. live. Yeah.
1: Oh no, absolutely. You know, fine. I just want to mention a quick tangent. I, I I'm glad that you brought that up. It's so interesting because when I first got into this online space, I started in 2018, early 2018, and I was a closer. Now, we had just started using phones. Back then, for sales, there was no Zoom yet. And then yeah. I, it was interesting because in 2019, 2020, 21, during COVID, we went full-force Zoom, Absolutely. videos on. Now, before that, there was no videos. There was just phones, right? And then now it's like we're back in person. So I'm looking at the way sales has, the industry of sales has kind of revolve and cycle in the past decade a couple decades we always go through the cycle we go well, through now in people person. Are
0: hiring call centers again yeah we just physically yeah. dial the phone whereas before yeah. check out my funnel you know and kind of take them on that you know yeah. journey so now people like... want real people Correct. I guess. Correct. so i'm wondering do i need to open up another office we used to have yeah, three so offices we're... in new york city an office in miami an office in. Wow. Wow. I went home, as you know with a baby in the living right. room i mean right. my people, i can never <laughs> do this I mean, I think about it, like I'm so blessed right now, kind of like you to have a supportive partner that knows I'm going to just go off and travel and support it. It
1: Tells me all the
0: time you're going for work, go, you know, and sometimes, you know, as as a parent, I'm like, oh, I feel like a jerk. But like you said, like, sometimes I feel like a fisherman and this may be like a weird analogy, (laughs) but I'm going off to sea and I'm going to come back and we're going to live off the fruits of our nectar. And I, I think that when people go to ClickFunnels or people invest with Krista or Tony, And you spend all this money to be part of these organizations, some of which, you know, six figures just to join, but you're in the room with proximity. I mean, proof and power right there. And that gives you authority to then generate real relationships without all the tie downs. So now you're going to live Miami, Orlando, wherever, wherever the road's going to take you.
1: New York, New York, San Diego. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's so fun because kind of like what you said, you're going to be speaking with Les Brown in October. And then yes. our event is the following week, and now yes. you're not tied back going, oh, I have to go back to Vancouver. I'll just stay. And right. for me, I'm like, well, I don't want inconvenience you. And I'm like, but wait, he's living in a hotel, anyways. This right. is like part of part <laughs> of the deal, right? Yeah. You absolutely. go where you're needed. And I think that is absolutely. so amazing. Yeah. And the
1: right. other cool thing too about being a speaker is that, like, for different events, you know, I had different deals with my partners, right? Some yeah. of them they just caught my flight in a hotel. Some of them, I get a percentage of sales. It just depends on it. Just depends on the way we set it up. Now, some of them, obviously, they're my friends. I just speak, you know. I just speak because I want to. But with every different partner, the nice, the nice thing is I have the flexibility. I can say, you know what, I've done this event. I'm gonna pass out. I'm gonna pass on this one for you know this time. But I'll come back in like a quarter or whatever. So it's like that's a lot of flexibility to just pick and choose.
0: That's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope to see you when you come to Orlando. And I know that one of the Absolutely. people that you met, again, amazing music producer. I don't know if you saw, and this is completely yes. by any rights, but I got to go to Alex J's studio and I That's sat amazing. there like a kid wow. in a candy store, like wow. just buttons everywhere. And just knowing who recorded there, I was just Huge. mind blown. Huge, so I know yeah. that even following up, that, that seems to be like one of the hardest parts about networking is meeting people, but then having the follow through. Correct. I think everybody's so like, oh, let me take a picture and post it. But yeah. a lot of times that's the end yeah. of the journey. Right. So what are your yeah. best tips? Like when you meet somebody to follow yeah. up, do you, do you text them? Yeah. Do you send them the link? Do you have a QR yeah. code? Like how do you follow um, up properly? So,
1: so for me, I took this uh, page out of one of my partner. His name's Paul Getter. Uh, okay. Paul, he's based in Naples, Florida. Um, uh, but basically what he does, and I use this in system now, is he's got a spreadsheet. Good oh. old spreadsheet. And then you have your, like, you, you bucket it into, like, two, three categories. Your top category is, like, your VIP people that you've met. The people that are, you know, the super successful that you want to do business with or you want to learn top from. Top of the
0: food chain. Okay. Yeah,
1: top okay. of the food chain. And you obviously put your email, the phone number, everything like that. But then you always have notes, right? Like, when was the last time you contacted him? And you just go back to the sheet every day, every week, and you will know exactly when was the last time you reached out. Just keep that thing updated every week. That's You're good, good to go. Yeah, simple. Because it's a sheet. Nothing fancy, nothing crazy, and they just put notes. Last reach out, last reach out. That's it. Yeah. Now we like also your Bible. Use...
0: it's your go to. Yeah, I and mean, I'm thinking like about a... all the years that I've been Rolodex. never. I never. I just put them in my phone, and sometimes like I'm like, right, but
1: you don't you don't remember when you texted somebody, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And then oh, I forgot about that. I didn't, I didn't even know I had your number in my phone. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rolodex. The Rolodex.
0: The old school yes. Rolodex. Yeah. The like, old man, school Rolodex. Give me this number. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah.
1: Now it's on a spreadsheet. So that works. It's
0: on a spreadsheet, and you can keep up with your notes and your last cut. Con- That's smart. I like yeah. that. I, mm-hmm. I personally try to memorize. I'll set a reminder, follow up oh, a year from nice. now. Hey, nice. how are you? It's been a while, you know, and, and yeah, sometimes yeah. it, it yeah. seems a little scripted, but sometimes right. a year later, you know, just wanted to touch base with you. Yeah. And I think sometimes, and I, I really want to stress this when, especially on a podcast, when you're meeting people, like you said, at the beginning of, you know, the top of the hour, you're like, bring value. You're not just trying right. to sell things. You want to genuinely, I'm, a, I'm your friend. Right. What can I do right. to help? You know, and you right. always want to serve. And I, right. I think that people that do that versus having their hand out or just trying to Stuff their program down your throats. It, it literally don't even worry about the money. The money will come. Do the right thing. Right. Be friendly. They right. people can spot that the red flags. You can tell when somebody's desperate or when mm-hmm. somebody just really it, it's a fake friendship. And I, right. you know, I, I, on that note, I want to thank you for coming out last week. And again, everybody yeah. loved having you and your story was amazing. Uh, and we uh, had a big you. after party okay. at the bar, which yeah. again, I, I appreciate right. you coming out, but I, I hope you had a yeah. good time.
1: That was um, amazing. Thank you so much.
0: Good. Good, good, good. Well, I hope to see you in Miami and I know you're going to hang out with Alex J. and soccer. Is that what I heard? Do you Yeah. To do
1: yeah. So, so he's got, he, he plays this five on five thing, you know, quite often, actually, I think two, three yeah. times a week. So we're going to go play a game together. We we found out we both like the same soccer team. We've been fans cool. since we were kids. So it's, yeah. yeah, it's a great. Again, right. It goes to show that the people that you meet at these events, at, your, at different programs and masterminds, you never know who you're going to meet. You might find your next best friend, partner, business partner, you know, whatever program partner, like you could find, you could do so much. So, you know, um, obviously thank you to VIP Ignite for giving us that opportunity to meet and connect. It was huge.
0: And it, it's great because you're so genuine, not just on Zoom, but also live and in person. Um, can you provide any links for anybody to find you or anything that, you know, obviously we're all about adding value? Yeah. Any, um, yeah. any gifts, any any anything?
1: Yeah. So um, I have this gift that uh, people have told me that they really love. So we actually took this out of one of our programs and turn it into like a freebie for anybody. Uh, basically what it's called, it's called the plug and play Inbound sales master script. Now that's a very long mouthful. Long story, long story short, right? yeah. That long story short it's a script that when you're on a sales conversation, you could literally refer to because it's like a guideline of exactly what questions to ask, why to ask those questions, and how do you actually make the sale and everything like that. So it's not just for sales. You could use it for speaking, for communication, for overall.
0: Heck, you can even talk to
1: your kid, talk to your, kid, talk yeah. to your wife. Yeah. use the same stuff. So I'm gonna. Um, I guess I can just say out the link, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say this really slowly because it's a bit long. It's not too long, but I'll say a bit, I'll, be, I'll say it slowly. So you got to go to www.scale, which is S C A L E scale team, T E A M team circle, C I R C L E dot com. So www.scaleteamcircle.com forward slash value. Okay, oh, there's a forward slash, yep. Value
0: slash
1: value. Yeah, value dash inbound, like inbound, outbound, inbound, inbound, dash scripts. So scaleteamcircle.com forward slash value dash inbound dash scripts. There you go. That's
0: so the fun. link. To it. So we'll obviously, you know, here's the link right here. We'll make sure it's posted here. Yes. But I thank you so much for being here, and I'm so excited to see and hear about your traveling and so yeah. fun, so fun. I and I, I hope to meet your wife soon. That yes, she's going with you everywhere now. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Let me let me ask you a quick question. Being that being that you're married in a relationship, and being that she's supportive, have yes. you ever had somebody that wants to do tremendous things? But their significant other or family is kind of like the weight holding them down. Have you ever had that situation?
1: Yeah, it's tough because you know, you know, it didn't always start out like this. Or even for me, you know, we had we had moments where we had arguments and things like that. But um, she's amazing. You know, I'm very grateful, very thankful for her. She's she's obviously sacrificed a lot as well as for for what we or I wanted to do, right? So I thank her a lot. But and I've also coached a lot of my clients and students who have issues, who have that sort of dilemma. They want um, to do big I, things,
0: but they right. also friends and family but, or loved ones telling them right. you know, you can't.
1: I mean, right. What I can say is this. I mean, obviously if you're married, right, you're married, you're married. You know, like obviously right. we don't no one wants to go no one wants to go through the, the last resort of just getting divorced. Like right? that's not that's not an option for many people. But what I will say is like if you can start by getting incremental results, right? Start by getting small results to prove to yourself and your family that what you're doing. It's going to work. I believe over time, they can't deny what you're going to do because all your small results eventually stack up into something big. So you might not go all out the first the first get-go, the first launch. You might not go all the way to the moon, right? But if you can get a few you know, stars along the way and you can show your, your spouse or your family, I believe they'll be more open-minded. Just start start and, small, not yeah, small, but step at a bit of time. Yeah.
0: I always like to piggyback on anytime I hear anything about mindset, especially when someone wants to be a rock star, but their friends and family, home by eight, you know, like, because right. they get worried that you're going to be, as my mom <laughs> says, too big for your britches, you know, and grow yeah. out of the relationship. But yeah. one thing I would like to add to that is yeah. always don't make it about yourself. Make it, I'm doing it for us. Yes. And I, I think when somebody hears that, it's like, oh, okay, I understand. They're yeah. working so hard. I'm yeah. a little. Not appreciative, yes. but I, I can sympathize. Oh, they're stressed yeah. or, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, and that's then, amazing. And if
1: for me, too, like um, sometimes, you know what? Sometimes the people in your life, you have to love them, but you have to love them from far, from a distance. And yeah, that might be your friends
0: and family. Sometimes that might mean. Together. Yeah. That might mean. you don't understand.
1: Yeah. That might mean moving away from home. That might mean moving across the country. Going to a different on the state. road. Yeah.
0: I'll yeah. see you when I so, want
1: to see you. <laughs> so sometimes you have to do what you have to do, right? Like you can't, because you know what? If if you're in that situation right now where your family and your friends are just not helping you, in fact, they're pulling you back down, then you probably want to consider loving them from a distance. Let's just say it, let's just call it that, <laughs> right? Which is probably uh, um, what, you know, what I've had to do with my parents, what my friends had to do with their spouses. Like we've yeah. all had to do that once, or twice in our lives.
0: And I think that's another reason why professional organizations and mentorship is so, so important because I always feel like I'm the oddball. I'm the only one in my family that works 24 seven. I love it. I'm passionate about it. It's, oh, it's Saturday. Oh, it's seven o'clock at night. You have a kid. I know. How cool is this that I get to travel around the world and be able to support the family? Like Jeff doesn't even have to work. I do it all. And nice. I think some people yeah. think I'm being selfish. I'm like, Gee-, as a mom, like you shouldn't have to choose. You just want to be the best you can be. Right. I'm a great mom right. when it when it, you know, but when I'm here right. at the desk, it's work. And when I go to right. conventions, I'm there. I'm I'm there yeah. to not do it half ass. I'm there to do a hundred percent, you know. Right. And I, I think it's so important that for anybody on this journey, you're not alone. And that's another reason why you want to join professional organizations yes. because like-minded individuals, you feel lost, you feel yes. like like no one understands because typically they don't. Right. You know, that's why right. you got to get in front of the right people just to know, like, okay, I've been in that situation. This is what I've done. And even if it's just sales calls, you know. So I thank you so much for being here. And um, it was great thank talking to you again. And I hope to see you when you come to the Sunshine State. But now I know Miami, Orlando, yeah. you're right and there. Be around. Be Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Joel.
1: Yeah. Take care, Alicia. See you later. Thank Thanks you. Now. This is talking in the
0: green room. Bye, guys. Yeah.